0: be seated may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight O Lord our strength and our redeemer Amen I have at least two things in common with Zacchaeus I was a tax collector and I was once caught in an embarrassing situation up a tree as you can imagine, I don't talk about it much in polite company, but I did once for a while work at Centre One in Isco At the time, it was the epicentre of the Scottish tax collection universe. And if you got a tax demand in 1970, I may well have been the person who popped in the post to you. The tree incident happened at our local country park when I was, as you do, playing war games with my little boy and I was up a tree by the car park with my imaginary Tommy gun the way you sometimes are when two ladies got out of their car looked up at the tree and said in that eyebrow arching way they do, Reverend Twaddle, isn't it? Believe me, there's no way to escape that kind of scrutiny with your dignity intact. So put those facts together and you can see how I feel a bond of kinship with Zacchaeus, the tree-climbing tax-gatherer. The truth is, I can also remember what it felt like to be out, like he was out and not in. How it felt to be on the edge of the crowd, but definitely excluded. Like walking into the Students' Union on the first day of first term of first year at university. And you walk in and everybody has someone to talk to. And there's a buzz of conversation and a feeling of warmth. And you don't know a soul. That feels out. Scurrying back to my college room for a cup of cocoa and a digestive biscuit to lick my wounds or when I went to the drama society at university they were called the mermaids and they were assembled there all sophistication and long black boots and that was just the men and me a boy from the east end of Glasgow what was I doing there? I fell out out now sometimes people are not part of things by their own choice they decide that but more usually it happens by accident or by design People just leave you out. Or people deliberately exclude someone for one sad reason or another. And you could argue that Zacchaeus had it coming to him. He was a loathsome collaborator with the oppressive Roman occupation. As despicable to his fellow Jews as the women who were shamed and had their heads shaved by angry citizens in France and Holland after the liberation Women who had slept with the enemy while others suffered and struggled and died. The men who collaborated were shot. Those of you who lived through the war years know how hateful a traitor was, one who chose not to stand shoulder to shoulder in solidarity. They were reviled, they were isolated, and we can sense the free song of hatred as the crowd made it their business to exclude the little traitor who had made it his business to milk the people and to back up his treachery with all the force of the Roman might the thump of the jackboot, the midnight visit the Romans weren't daft they got the locals to do their dirty work for a price there was always someone you could hire and they could take the heat they would be the ones to hate while the Roman authorities stayed in their palaces and garrisons and just took in the money, thank you very much So Zacchaeus got his fat fee, raked off his skim from the top, and the people hated him for it. It might have taken him some time to count his money, but it took him no time at all to count his friends. TV dinner for one again tonight, Zacchaeus, and don't you forget it. It's a bit of a, a modern crisis with social media. For people left on the outside. That cruelest of places for a, a teenage kid to be. Out of the loop because they're too poor. Or they wear the wrong trainers. Or they listen to the wrong music. Or because they're a bit scruffy. Or they have the smell of neglect about them. Or at the other end. Because they're too rich. Wrong accent. Big house. Too clever. Little professor. Specky four eyes. Teacher's pet. Swat. Swat. Kids are very adept at finding labels. Remember there was a boy in my class at school who wore a a leather helmet at primary school. He probably had alopecia, which we would understand nowadays, but then, who knew, who cared? He was just the guy in the leather helmet who was a bit weird, so no one was snuggling up to him wanting to be his best friend. So we find plenty of reasons to exclude too foreign, too fat too small, too anything find a label and feel the isolation bite the real mystery was why a man like Zacchaeus was so interested in Jesus interested enough to risk his dignity by climbing in his billowing robes up the famous sycamore tree had he caught wind of the rumours the murmur of anticipation that swept the town the minor celebrity of the new rabbi his reputation going before him stirring the curious did he hope for anything more Zacchaeus than a glance I suspect not we can be pretty sure there was no expectation of an actual encounter Zacchaeus was as amazed as anyone the way things turned out truly surprised by joy And as the story unfolds, the real question is who's taking the greatest risk in all of this? Zacchaeus or Jesus? Don't expect it to go down well if you get alongside the loner. Embrace the broken. Include the isolated in your story. We'll betide the person who befriends the loser. Whatever you do, don't express solidarity with the person who's been left outside or you might end up left outside yourself make yourself the champion of the underdog the unpopular person, the unpopular cause and then wait for the flak to burst against your life when someone's being slagged off and you take their side stand shoulder to shoulder with them expect to be slagged off as well, make no mistake standing beside the outsider means you run a real risk Of ending up on the outside of yourself, waiting for the trolls to attack. So in our modern culture, people, smart people, by and large, don't espouse the unpopular cause, embrace those the rest of society wants nothing to do with, in case we become despised by association. And the gospel writer makes it clear that from the grumbling, critical reaction of the crowd that this is a high-risk involvement on the behalf of Jesus. His caring is confusing, untidy, open-ended. There seem to be no rules. There seem to be no exclusion clauses. And always the possibility that his motives will be misunderstood. People will be thinking, is he saying that Zacchaeus is all right? That what he's done and become is okay. Is Jesus approving of the lifestyle of bullying and intimidation and barefaced thievery in which Zacchaeus has been involved? Is he saying that's right? That Zacchaeus is okay? That he likes him? Why does Jesus not condemn the man for what he is? Cut him off, cut him out. This is the same Jesus who does not condemn the woman taken in adultery, who offers the water of life to the woman at the well with her string of broken relationships, who offers healing to a Roman centurion's servant, who accepts the love and devotion of a prostitute who washes his feet with her perfume, who makes a hated Samaritan the hero of his story, and who touches an unclean leper. It seems that whoever Jesus is, he's someone who seems to go out of his way. Who seems to go out of his way to love the loveless and embrace the losers and the lost and make a deliberate choice of the needy and the broken, the disadvantaged and the weak, the self-destructive and the confused. Zacchaeus is just one more in a long line of Unexpected encounters and astonishing responses. And that should tell us something about the Jesus we dare to follow and where following him might take us. It raises questions for the church. If the identifying characteristic of Christ's life and his heart is this willingness to embrace and include the feckless and the difficult, with his love, we need to wonder to what extent the church, our church, is willing to get involved with difficult people, difficult situations, love the unlovely, say the unsayable. If you're ever in Edinburgh, there's a very good coffee shop next to the Bethany Christian Trust for the Homeless, near the Dick Vet, the veterinary college. The scones are marvellous, and the man's arrest is pretty nice too and she shared with me just how that caring and wonderful organisation called the Bethany Christian Trust for the Homeless gets its sleeves rolled up gets right in there where it hurts with people who are dangerous and disappointing and ruined and angry and crushed by life where faith moves out from the safe confines of niceness to the risk and the lonesomeness of standing with the people who are not well and who are not easy and who make exhausting demands in their inexhaustible need. And here's another disturbing reality. Year after year, congregations in the church throughout Scotland and I suspect throughout the world are disturbed by the reality that so many kids leave home in October and therefore leave their home church to go to university and college. And youth groups are decimated for a while. We have to wonder if that's because it's mostly the nice kids with prospects, from good secure backgrounds and loving homes, with good records of achievement, mostly that kind of kid who's connected and associated with the church. For well, the troublesome and the troubled and the wasters and the scary ones give us a wide berth because we give them a wide berth. Because we have no place for them in how we do things. And we might need at least to think about posing the question, what we might need to do to reach precisely those whom the church needs to find and love in the manner of Christ his high risk way that seeks the lost and brings salvation for the change in Zacchaeus is remarkable it was a miracle more precious than any business with water and wine and bread and fish a life changed a new beginning As the life of Zacchaeus has turned around and given a new purpose and a new direction. And that's what the gospel can do for people. When openness and welcome and love and acceptance set the tone of our encounter. For little Zacchaeus it was a new friend. And he would rake about in the cupboard for that second set of cutlery and that second cup and saucer that he hadn't used for a while. And Jesus looks across the table at him. Zacchaeus, you're okay. Not only can you count, you do count. And Zacchaeus looks back across the table at the man Jesus, who is the friend of sinners. Therefore his friend. It would all be different now. It would all be different now because of him. Because of him. In the name of the Father,
1: the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.